three, two, one. Hey, welcome to a podcast. I'm your host with my other two co-hosts, Tom Antoine Evans. We got Timon Lawson and Samantha. <laughs> you didn't say her last name. What's up? Um, how's it going, Edwards. guys? It's Edwards, but it don't matter. But last podcast we did, it was uh, um, just just the guys and the girl. So this podcast, we're bringing in a, a guest, you know, pretty special, you know. So um, from I.C. Norcom to a Norfolk State alumni, both saxophonist and drum major, to become one of the best band directors in the world, teaching the youth as the longest band director in blue and white marching machine history, James Perry. Woo. Oh, Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to do a little research, you know. I I, I appreciate that. I, I, I appreciate that. I gotta make my guests feel special. I feel so, you. I'm Mr. Perry. How you doing? I'm good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Uh, been practicing and stuff. But uh, Samaria and Antoine they rap. Okay. Um, and we all used to go to the same performing art school together and stuff. Nice, nice, nice. But tell us about yourself, sir. How, how was growing up in D.C. and uh, high school? Because we still going through that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's definitely different than what, what it is now. Um, I, I, I was born in D.C., but uh, I grew up in Virginia, um, like a little bit after I was born. Um, my mom and pops moved uh, down to the Portsmouth, Virginia area. Uh, so growing up um, in the country, it, you know, I did not have the perks of a metro system and, and, and things like that. Uh, you either drove or uh, you had to wait like 35 minutes for the bus to come. Uh, so uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, I have I had I grew up around all women. Uh, so that was not so fun because uh, being a guy, I was always wrong. Uh, going shopping, I was always in women's store. Uh, so none of that stuff was fun to me. But, uh, you know, I was a pretty active kid. I played sports. Um, and then, you know, I, I found my love for music. Mm. So wh- at what age did you decide that music was, like, the thing that you wanted to do in life? Because uh. most people, when they grow up, like, your teachers ask you all throughout elementary school and stuff, and they're like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because I know when I was younger, I wanted to be a cop until I realized I'd be a shot. And so I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> not for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I um, I don't think I I really never realized. I didn't think I was going to have a career in music. Let me be honest. I didn't think I was going to have a career in music. I knew I was going to be a teacher because I, I knew that that I always wanted to give back to the community and give back to youth and, and be a positive inspiration uh, for those that are coming behind me. Uh, but uh, I think it wasn't until I moved to D.C., maybe 2005-ish, um, that I really started to see uh, this might be an avenue that I wanted to go down. Mm. Okay, yes. I have a question. Uh what is your favorite genre? Of My favorite. Uh, uh, Good question. That's a great question. You, it's hard for me to say I have a favorite uh, genre of music, but I will say this. You know what? Actually, uh, believe it or not, gospel. I um, I grew up in a church, so uh, I listened to a lot of gospel music. Uh, I just like I like the way 
I like the message it has. I, I like the way it makes me feel. So I enjoy it. Mm. Behind that would probably be jazz, just because you know I play instruments and I. I love can't that. really. I can't really listen to jazz. Why is that? I don't know. It's just. It's too slow for me, even though it's weird because I'd listen to slow songs, but I wouldn't listen to jazz. Like, I don't know. So, you know, <laughs> you know what? I mean, it just depends on the artist. Like, there are some artists. All jazz isn't slow. Uh, so it, it, it's just a matter of finding that right fit because I don't listen to a lot of slow jazz. Uh, and all, and you have some some people like there's this. Um, I cannot think of his name right now, but there's this artist who like he sings and and kind of, he's a hybrid of R&B and jazz. So, mm-hmm. yeah. He kind of like, um, I forgot his name. He played trumpet, and um, one of his biggest songs was him singing. I forgot his name. Uh, he, one his The song was uh, What a Wonderful World. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, along, along those uh, lines, but a little different. Okay. I was... Oh, Louis yeah, Armstrong. that was his name. That's his name. Cause I um, cause like right now, uh, with COVID and stuff like that, like it's not the ideal high school for us, cause all of us are in tenth grade, and you didn't have to deal with that. <laughs> or quite, fr- I don't think you had to deal with any epidemics, if I'm not mistaken. I did not. No. Uh, Other than um, when you were in college, you possibly had to deal with nine eleven, but that wasn't really near you. At that time, right? yeah, yeah, I was in college when that happened. Um, I, I, I yeah, I was in college. I remember that because we were uh, scheduled to uh, play a football game in South Carolina, and um, it got canceled. Uh, like we were about to get on the bus and everything, and um, yeah, they told us it was canceled due to uh, you know nine eleven. But yeah, outside of like, I went to a really ghetto high school, so like we didn't have no heat sometimes you know in in the winter and we didn't have no ac in the uh in the summer uh spring but um no no real pandemics i couldn't imagine going through with with y'all y'all are currently experiencing right now Mm. the virtual learning i might as well just like especially for people that pay for college now like Mm -hmm. they might as well do online college instead of paying the full tuition and stuff like that to go to university and then having to do it online. Like, yeah. Um, I feel as though that's unfair for them. And if that's the case, then they should be refunded for the um for at least like a part of the semester, like take out the amount of money that was supposed to be good for that. You know? I, I agree. I think um I think as a whole we, we should look at uh what we're doing um on, on the university level. Um and either offer some type of discount. Uh, hopefully we move to to some of us getting more free education at this point. Um, because I think we deserve it. Uh, you know, university is is crazy expensive right now. So yeah. No, I honestly think if we did have a free education, not many people would take it seriously as if they had to pay. Because if it's free, then yeah, that's true. I mean, of course you're getting something out of it. But you're not paying any money, so why would you really pay attention? That's true too. Or but that's only that's only for epidemic purposes, though. That's only yeah, for like yeah, I'm looking currently at the pandemic, right now. Yeah, for just but like oh, given when the, the pandemic where... ends and like they're failing and stuff, yeah, they're gonna have to owe that money. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So how have y'all been coping like with this? Like, may I ask? Like, uh, I've been how... exercising a lot. <laughs> 
this actually mm. doesn't affect me at all since I'm always inside. I'm an introvert, so. Ah, okay. Okay. I'm an omnivore, so you know I'm inside, I'm outside. It doesn't really matter. We also have been uh, shooting a show. Uh, me and Antoine, oh, yeah, we've been yeah. shooting a show called uh, Rise of the Golden Guns. And so it's following a story of how me and him witness a murder in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. And the dude knows, like, everybody in the city because he's, like, one of the hey, hey, uh, gang lords. Hey, that's stuff. too much. That's too much <laughs> no, it's in the trailer. Yeah, you watch. It's in you the I did watch that trailer. So trailer was nice. He forces us to work for him and stuff like that. And like we end up uh working under him. My brother ends up becoming a cop. And this is all after our parents get uh my parents get arrested for a bank job. Now is that not too much information? No. Nah, that's in the that's in the thing. Okay. 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 Well that's that's something to keep you busy. Yeah. That's definitely something to keep you busy. Something productive, you know, because some people don't know how to sit still and actually do something worthwhile. I agree. Everyone should come out of this pandemic with some type of new skill set or, or some, you know, going to something you've never mm-hmm. done before. Instead of just sitting in the house, because me and my brother, like, even though we're not really going to be able to do a lot in the summer, we still like working out and making sure we're in shape because he's doing track and then I got banned, so I'm not about to kind of practice like oh my god I can't stand up anymore my legs are tired because I've been sitting down on my butt all year um so yeah we've been doing um 50 push-ups every day so far and then like once a week we go and jog see me I have a I have an actual workout schedule I actually gotta do my workout today so after this I might just go ahead mm. yeah hey Cordell you, you wanna join me no? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not much of a workout person. Um, well, it is worthwhile, man. It makes you out. healthier. Really it's benefits. not that I don't work out. It's just I don't do the usual workout. I usually like dance a lot. That's about it. Mm-hmm. So what dance is? I mean, that's a that's a workout in itself. Yeah, it is. But like when people say workout, they think like gym type stuff. So. They're like, like lifting weights, doing push-ups. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're being active, they say as long as you're active, uh, physically active, at least 30 minutes a day, you, you, you're you doing something in the right direction. I've definitely taken time to work on my fitness. Uh, just, you know, I'm getting up there in age now, so I got to make sure I'm taking care of myself while I break down. Yeah, there's a lot of people around, like, in the older ages, like, they just let their metabolism catch up to them without yeah. monitoring it. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to be in that that group. That's one thing I'm scared about. Like, That's why, like, since I was, like, 12, I've always been working out. And so just in case my metabolism ever did slow down, it's like, I'm used to this. I'm going to keep working out so I don't have to work harder when I'm older and got less time on my hands yeah, and everything hurts. So it's all about getting your body used yep. to it. Yep, most definitely. Most definitely. And even then, you got now you got to do a more intense workout so your body can then get used to that. All right, Mr. Perry, I got another question for you. Um, yes, sir. I know you was a drum major and a saxophonist, but which one did you enjoy more? Mm. That's a good question. Um, Which one did I enjoy more? 
Because if I'm not uh, mistaken, you pl- you was a drum major in high school, and then when you graduated yeah. to college, you played saxophone, correct? Correct. Uh, you did your <laughs> so yeah, I um I enjoyed both uh equally, I guess, um because I loved you know I love playing my horn, like my horn is my baby, um so I, I love the the things I'm able to do and it creates uh the creative uh environment um that i'm in when i can freely express myself and do what i want to do on my horn uh but drum major like in high school when you were drum major you were the man so like i i appreciated uh the popularity that came with being a drum major and just being like all eyes on you you know during the during the halftime show and the parades and all that stuff like that so yeah both of them both of them had their perks would you have rather play saxophone in high school and then been a drop major in college so you could have been part of the Spartan Guard? No, uh, well, no, because I I did play I played my saxophone my first two years, um, in high school. So I was I was on saxophone two years and then I tried out for drum major my junior year, um, and I made um, drum major. So I was drum major two years and saxophone two years. Um, once I got to college, I don't know. I just loved my, I loved my horn too much. It really wasn't, you know, the same um, as in high school. So mm-hmm. I loved my horn. Man, I probably would have rather been in the Spartan God. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody ever cutting in their lines. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. They know better. Yeah, 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 I guess so. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody has it. Their, their uh preference. Like you see them walking by, you like, I'm not picking that fight today. No, I mean I definitely loved, you know, I loved what they did. You know, I just think I had a little more fun in my section. Mm. And you were section leader in college, correct? I was. Yep. Yes, I was. Good times. Very good times. I got. How was that? Uh, I mean, it's it's All good. Four yeah. years or just the uh, no, just two years. years. Just two years, yeah. Mm. It was it was cool. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody knows you, and you know, when you come back to homecoming, and when you come back and visit, you know, people know who you are. So that's kind of cool. Um, but it's still a lot of responsibility, a, a, a boatload of responsibility, especially on the uh, collegiate level. How different is it from high school? Because I'm Susan section leader, but I got two years until. Yeah, I'm in college and basically piece so of garbage I, on the ground, you know. <laughs> so I mean, basically, you know, the, your your main responsibilities are are the same, uh, but it's just on the collegiate level, it's just a little, uh, it's at a higher level. I mean, because you you know you're dealing with, you went from dealing with you know 14 to 18 year olds, and now you're dealing with. 18 to 22 year olds, you know, so uh, it's just, there are a lot of different things you have to deal with. Uh, You know, you got to deal with people, relationships and attitudes and, you know, then some people drinking and some people smoking and, you know, so you got to like handle all of those issues uh, while um, continuously ensuring your section is performing at a high level. Have you ever got caught drinking or smoking? No. Uh, you know what, man? No. <laughs> uh, I really, um, I'm not a smoker. Uh, 
I'm just, it's just nothing I was ever, ever interested in. I mean, I think most people try it once. Um, so I, I, I definitely tried it once. Uh, but um, it, it just was never for me. Uh, as far, uh, yeah, drinking, no, I didn't, I didn't drink. I was just too, I was a geek, man. I was a music geek. Uh, so I was just trying to be my, trying to be the best musician I could be. So you never went to like any parties or nothing like that? Yeah, now, now I went to the parties. Now I definitely went to the parties. Uh, I just, you know, didn't drink at the parties. We had this party called, um, that used to happen every Thursday. It was called the sweat box. And basically, uh, and that sounds yeah, stinky. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So basically, it was like this auxiliary gym on campus that um, was used for parties. And I mean, it was just literally not, they cut the lights off. It was no AC, um, and that was the DJ, and that was just it. And everybody they called it a sweat box because you couldn't be in there without sweating. Everybody came out soaking wet. So. That reminds me of yesterday. True, <laughs> true. It was hot. Literally, we were shooting all yesterday. It was hot as ever. Like we um, we started shooting around, I believe, eleven or so. Oh, yeah, yeah, 11, oh, a.m. Yeah, eleven a.m. all the way up until six or seven. Oh yeah, yeah. I was about to die. Yeah, it was hot. Um, yeah. and we uh, we had to change three different outfits because of um the days that like in the show the days that are supposed to be played in mm-hmm. and so my last outfit i regretted it so much because i had on sweatpants and um <laughs> a shirt like it wasn't it wasn't as hot <laughs> as the uh other outfits which was weird probably because like it got cooler in the uh later parts of the day but See, it was so smart, uh... hot and then when we got in the car um the AC uh, in the back, it was like right on our legs, so it was freezing. So we ended up cutting that off. Excuse me, cutting that off. And then when we come back outside, it's hot, and so we get back in the car, we cut it on until we get cold again. Mm-mm-mm. Not me. I played it smart. I had a white shirt. Yeah, that's that's how, that's what I did yesterday too. I You're also I lighter than me. Oh, 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 okay. The melanin, man. The melanin. I'm you, it, it plays I mean, a just, difference. That, that plays a part. About this. You just, you just keep talking about this. <laughs> yeah, light clothing is, is the way to go right now. All this week. It's going to be hot all this week. But so. I don't like wearing light clothes. It, it, it's hard to do well. Like, it, I wear, like, a white shirt or, like, even, like, gray is, like, the lightest I'll go for, for like, so is that like a a, a DC thing? Because like people here tend to like <laughs> always uh, wear black. Yeah, it's like black, blue. Like it's not really Clean like sweatpants. You know, it's it. It, just it don't make it. sense. I, I, I don't know. I do like my dark colors though. Yeah, um, I think that's like a here thing. Like I just said, part, the we last wear light podcast. Like my um my favorite color used to be red. Black's growing on me. It's yeah. really growing on me. I don't know. It's just something about it. Like, it's more comfortable. Um, most black clothes are, like, you can wear with anything, so it don't really matter. Yeah, well, black and white, you can wear with anything. Exactly. That's true. That's true. But I don't want to always it. wear white because white stains too easily. Bad. But black gets hair on it too easy. Or at least it's mm. more visible. That's the one thing, like, I don't like about wearing black clothes. Everything has its cons and pros. True. Indeed, Bad. indeed. 
All right. Um, I got another question. So you started teaching, uh, well, not teaching, uh, directing Eastern's uh, Blue and White Marching Machine at, um, I mean, um, in 2006 or 2009? Yep. 2006. 2006, you became the band director. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was the transition? Like, high school, college, and now you're leading an entire band after being a student for eight-plus years? Yeah, I was not ready. Like, I was not ready <laughs> at all. Um, I was this young kid who, you know, I think I was, like, 26 at the time, 25 or 26. Uh, and, you know, I, I already look young, so imagine what I looked like back then at 25, 26. I looked like I was 18. Um, so uh, the kids were just like, who is this young dude? Like, where is he from? Why is he the band director? Uh, so there was um, that transition of going from, uh, you know, trying to be cool with the kids um, to like having to really, you know, Put be that authority, yeah, be that authority figure. Uh, oh, man, so it was, it was, it was challenging. Um, probably, yeah, that that first year. I mean, and then you think you know, you know, it's easier looking at it from the outside when you're just dealing with your own section. I had been sectionally, that I had been drum major, mm-hmm. but to to be in charge of all of these students. Uh, and then man. writing music on top writing of Writing music, coming up with a field show, being, um, you know, dealing with uniforms and, you Jeez. know, uh, dealing with band dues and fundraisers and making sure kids are going to class. And, you know, it just, it was a lot. It was a lot. Uh, and I, I definitely, you know, nobody really prepares you for all of that. Um, so, um I had to definitely reach out to some folks uh, that I respected in the community and just get some tips on uh, how to deal with that and manage that. Okay. Um, or is that? Oh, go ahead. You go. You go. So is that like the only challenging thing that you had that happened when you made that transfer? Um. Yeah. Uh. That, yeah. I mean, outside of yeah, man. I mean, you have to be. Uh, yeah. Just. I'm just thinking, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just, you know, getting used to being in D.C. Um, because, you know, that was right mm-hmm. right around the time that I had just uh, moved to D.C. So just getting adjusted to the area. I had to learn how to catch the metro. I was going in the wrong direction all of the time. Um, yeah, that was, was me in third grade. <laughs> I was always on the wrong train. Um, that yellow line I, messed me up. When I started to drive, you know, just learning the streets and you know, uh, all of that stuff like that. So really getting, because I'm from the country, so D.C. is really city life. Uh, so just getting acclimated yes, to that uh, was was definitely challenging. You ever walked in the wrong hood? Or was you always driving? <laughs> <laughs> I have, no, you want to know something? I mm-hmm. have not, I have not walked in the wrong hood, but I did get robbed twice. Um mm. What, like uh, probably my first year. I don't know if I just looked like I wasn't from DC, uh, but I think the first time was like back when um, when you had to like stand in line for Jordans and not they didn't have like the raffle thing. Mm. So I was standing in line uh, for some Jordans. Uh, I had went out there at five o'clock in the morning, stood in a line, um, and yeah, I, we all literally saw the car. We saw the car pull right up. I was the first one in line. 
Guy got out, put the gun right to my head. Was mm-hmm. Like, give me all your money. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that was scary. But, um, you know. I know how you feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, you got robbed twice, right? Yeah, the first time at knife point and then the second time at gunpoint. Yeah. Both in, both in my own neighborhood. So, See, that's, you know? that's, that's even crazier. At like, least I now, wasn't in my own neighborhood. Nowadays, like the kids and people with guns and stuff like that, they don't really have no respect. For, they're, yeah, they're really bold for no reason. It's not even bold. Hey. They're scary. Like, cause back in the day, they'd at least jump you for it or do something to like beat it out of you or at least give you a chance. Now that they mm-hmm. they scared of confrontation, they get hit one time, they already ready to kill somebody. Like, right? Everybody, everybody want to be a thug, but can't act hard when you get hit in the face. So, I don't get it. It's definitely it's definitely different. It's definitely different. Um yeah, I, I don't understand all of the fighting, all of the beef, all of the all that whole neighborhood beef was like kinda new to me when I got it, here. I didn't That's cause DC is so small. Like it, instead of it right. being like different um different states or like different gangs and stuff like that, it's literally neighborhoods. You're down the street from me. Why are we fighting? Right, exactly. So, yeah, hopefully. I could, I could walk over to you, no problem. I didn't <laughs> right. know about that. I'm pretty sheltered. Mm-hmm. Must be nice Must be nice to no longer live in D.C. You know? That's crazy. Why you got to do me like that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad you, you left. You left me twice. I'm, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm Samaria. sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. Where do you live now? Okay. I live in North Carolina. Oh, okay, what part? Uh, Charlotte. Oh, okay, nice. Okay, okay. They both left me in elementary school, and then I, um, when I transferred to Eastern, she left again. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't catch her, huh? It's like Sorry, she don't want to be my friend. <laughs> I wish I came back though. Oh man, <clears throat> yeah, Charlotte's a nice area. I like Charlotte. Yeah, it's pretty quiet. Real quiet. It is quiet. That's a country li- country life is always quiet. It's, it's, it's See, probably... the only thing about the country that I don't like is that people are really slow down there. They move slow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Drive means... slow, move slow, walk slow, cook If slow, they move like slow and you move fast, that's a good thing because you're going to pass on them, you know? I can't pass them because they... No, bro. In school, I was walking to class. I was literally rushing to class. And these two dudes real life speed pass walk me just to walk slow and have a conversation. I couldn't even get past them because wow. the hallways are so narrow. I'm just like, yo, you did not just do that. <laughs> like, I realize mm, you don't know how quick I almost turned into a DC banner. I was like, um, stay quiet. <laughs> I was really finna be that little short munch and be like, excuse me, thank you, mm-hmm. and just went about my day. You're so like, short. I'm still short. Yes, to this day. Wow, I'm, I'm over. I'm over. I'm over six feet. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> I'm still four eleven. I'm so I I, I reached think five feet yet. I'm five ten or five eleven. One of the two. I'm taller than you, Tom. Yeah, about like an inch. Wow. No, I think then you're like probably like five eleven because yeah, I'm like five ten, five eleven. One of the two. Yeah, you about yeah you about round that because we about the same height. So yeah. I I don't mind though. Like at first when I was younger, I was like, man, I won't be I won't be so tall until I got taller and I was like, Why is everybody so, so short? Man. 
What's wrong with being tall? Like, bro. No, 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 no. The thing no, with, no, no not being tall, being too tall. Because when everybody else is short uh, and everybody wants hugs and stuff, you got to bend your back. And I'm right. saying, like, like, just living with my um my dad and his girlfriend, his girlfriend's smaller than all of us. So she puts stuff on, like, the bottom show. And she's like, you got to bend your back if you want to get some stuff. I'm saying, like, oh, my God, it's so low. And See, so <laughs> it just be like our I'm backs short. be hurting and stuff just to reach stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Since I'm short, I actually got to climb, like I had to climb to get stuff. I feel like that's better. Like, You're not hurting yourself. I actually, I kind of am. I almost slipped off the counter. And now that's called being clumsy. That's different. <laughs> it's not something literally like you say. For instance, like um, Principal Brown, he just standing up, and somebody <laughs> put something on, like the bottom shelf or something. He got to go all the way down. That man's like six five. Like that, that's gonna take way too much energy to go all the way down there, and reach for that. Yeah, just imagine if he had a bad back, because you know almost every tall person got a bad back. Mm. Yeah, that's terrible. I always I felt like I was I cheated. I was cheated out of a, a couple of inches of height. I feel like I should have been around six one. <laughs> <laughs> my doctor said I'm supposed to be taller than my father. So if I'm taller than him, be either six three and a half or six four. Hopefully not. I want I want to stay right here or six one. I mean six or four. That part is I'm That's still it. growing. Mm. Yeah. I know. That's the scary part. I'm like I don't want to grow anymore. Because <laughs> like literally almost everybody else, like not I keep saying everybody else, majority of females they either five six or lower. So just imagine. Lower. Man, six foot, six six four at most. Your whole foot over them. I'm saying like, come on, man. You might meet a, a young lady that's that's tall. You know, has a little height on her. Uh-uh. Is that, uh-uh. I went to Target one that's time, scary. and it was this. It was this uh, 18 year old. She was tall, like like giant size. <laughs> My best friend is tall. She's five eleven. You talking about uh, Nisa or somebody else? No. No, someone else. You don't know her. Oh. She's um, her name's Kyra. She's actually just a year younger than me, though. It's crazy. That'd be, I'm yeah. always the oldest, but the shortest. It'd be like that. All right, Mister Prey, I got another question for you. What's that? So before uh, Mister Smith graduated, came back as the assistant band director and uh, mm-hmm. started helping you with the music. Was mm-hmm. you writing all the music, or did you have another um, assistant band director or somebody else that was helping? So yeah, uh, when I actually when we first like started, your whole team, like who is your whole team before the team that you have now? If anybody uh, changed, so there was this guy named um, Joshua May. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to Hampton University. He's actually a lawyer now, um, <clears throat> but at the time he was working money. at yeah, he is. Uh, at the time, he was working at Eastern, too. Uh, we were both music teachers um, at Eastern. And um, so he he uh, he wrote a lot. He actually, like, was the person that, like, really taught me how to um, get comfortable on Finale, um, the program that I used to write my music. Mm-hmm. So um, I credit him um, a lot with just, like, making sure I knew the ins and outs of, of that particular software um, and, and getting me truly uh, familiar with how to how to use it. So he was writing, um, we both were like, kind of like um, writing um, music. Um, and and I think like he was writing more than me 
at first. Um, and then probably like around 2008, um, you know, after, after two years of just working on a program and I just started being able to like, you know, knock out charts quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, he was writing at first. He was doing most of the writing at first though. All right. So when did Mr. Quentin and Mr. Drayton join your ensemble? You know, your, um, your team, so, you know? So, Mr. Drayton has actually always been there. Uh, Mr. Drayton has been, uh, he, he, he was there uh, the first year I, I started in 2006. Uh, someone, um, you know, j- just suggested, you know, that I reach out to him um, and he would be able to come in and assist. Um, Wait, and so did. he graduated before you started teaching at Eastern, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Mr. Because Mr. Drayton is only we only a year or two behind each other. Uh, I think I, I have I think I have two years on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, he uh, I, I reached out to him and you know he came up and um, you know he's he's been there ever since. Quentin I think came on. He came. What year was that? Maybe like two thousand. 14 2015 um so he came around around that time and just started you know um assisting and and helping out and you know they both have been great assets to the program has mr drake never wrote music we are working on that right now can you believe that yeah, we are working on whenever right i see now. i write music like i've seen mr smith write music i think i've seen mr quentin write. i think i'm not sure mr quentin right yeah. I've seen you write, but yeah. I've never seen Mr. Drayton sit down and write music. <clears throat> no, Mr. Drayton like he, is... Um, he'll do, like, stuff with his section, but never for, like, full band I've seen. No, it's funny because, uh, you know, right before, you know, all this foolishness happened uh, with mm-hmm. COVID, uh, we were discussing, you know, just planning for this coming school year. Uh, and we were like, you know, we're going to have Mr. Drayton write the dance routines like you know like little stuff that he can get comfortable with mm-hmm. you know and, and then gradually get him to like you know arranging a full chart um so yeah but no he's he's working on some stuff he's writing stuff because i've uh i've seen him like starting to do like little tad bits in the band like he was um he started on trombone and then he, he's trying to play um he tried to play clarinet for a little bit and then <laughs> yeah. saxophone he yeah. dabbles with the piano, you know, and then I seen him with the uh, piccolo. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he's a talented. So he, I've seen him like try to vast in his horizon. So I was like, is he trying to do that so he can learn how to like write with other instruments, or you know, what is he well, doing? And, you know, and that's all part of you know because he's you know, I mean, the goal, you know, he's probably our end goal is for him to become the uh, director at Elliot Hine. That way, you know, rivals. Yes, we, we got nah. more bad, more battles nah. in DC. Thank God, I don't no, got no, no, not, not because of that. <laughs> not because of that. The idea is just to funnel those students into Eastern. That way, when they come over, they already know how to play. They know how to take care of their instrument. They know how to read music. Um, so you know, we'll we'll be able to really do some things. Oh yeah, you already know if he's teaching at Elliot, uh, they're gonna come over all strict. <laughs> exactly. Feel <laughs> like. Yes, sir. Yes. That's what we need. That's what we need. You're going to have a whole school of trombones. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. 
Nah, we're not gonna do that. We we are we we have enough. Well, they, enough is never enough. Um, what's the um band we went to the uh, elementary school or middle school we went to? He was oh, also uh, from Norfolk. Uh, me yeah, and Ronald uh, played his trooper. I forgot. Uh, uh, mm, uh, the name Lord. of that Robert yeah. Robert Simmons. That's the name of the middle school. No, the school is uh, what is what school is that? Uh. Lord, what school is that? I cannot think of the name of it. It's like red and black or something, right? Red and something. I don't remember. I know um, where I know where it's at. Uh, it's by Deanwood, but I don't remember the name of the school. I cannot think of the name of that school. Oh, I know what school. Wait, no, not about. by Deanwood. It's by um, no, it's Eastern by, Market. Uh, by Eastern Market. Yeah, like oh, it's, uh, it's a middle school. Uh, I cannot think of it. It's gonna come to me. Because I've been, um, like, on Instagram and stuff, I've been seeing, like, middle schools and elementary schools, like, playing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Saying, like, they sound good. <laughs> and I was wondering, like, do middle schools battle? Because when I was in middle school and uh, I was doing band, we didn't have, like, a marching band. We had more of a concert and jazz yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I was curious. I'm like, do middle schools battle? Um, back in the day, they did. Back in the day, um, the middle schools, some of the middle schools used to have a uh, marching band, um, and they they would primarily battle in like the spring though, like not all year stuff like that. Um, but yeah, they had uh, programs, and uh, they don't not not too much anymore though. Like everybody up here now, basically does uh, you know like concert band for middle school. Mm. Oh, I have a question. This just came to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you feel about this so 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 mumbo rap genre? <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh man. Um you know what, man? I try to I try to respect everyone's craft. Um it's not my cup of tea. It's not, you know, it's not what I would listen to as far as rap. Um, like I'm more of a, a, a chance, the rapper, big Sean, you know, Jay-Z kind of guy. Um, so I, 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 I like that, that style of rapping to me, it just all sounds the same. Like, it's just nothing, it's nothing that sets you apart from anyone else. A um, lot of new age rappers is like that, which is weird. Like, yeah, I think nobody has like their own the same unique. Boat like, way of rapping. Even people from the hood, like, they'll sit and rap about the same thing over and over again. Um, I mean, there are a couple that to, like, dig for them. I know it's, like, two. Two out of, like, the hundred. Yeah. And I'm sitting like, you're all rapping about the same thing with the same flow. What was, was different? Yeah, like, you just have to like do your, something. Like how your dad said yesterday. Like, it's crazy. And then yeah, everybody yeah, was on that bandwagon getting the money and stuff and then it's the rappers that are actually doing something unique and they like oh he don't he, i don't like what he rapping about yeah i mean and that's how it is i mean but it's all about i mean you got to understand too it's a business uh so you know the business is to sell and the business is to make profit so if if people are latching on to that style then you know that's what that's what music is that because i'm gonna gravitate towards they gotta make money Make money in the weirdest ways, like from mumble rapping to like even um 
pop singers now, like a lot of them sound similar. Like who? Um, it's uh some female artists that like their voices sound extremely similar. Um, Ariana Grande, and I think her name is Camila Cabello, whatever her name was. Um, it's Ariana and some female singer um, that my brother listens to, and they sound so similar that it's crazy. And I'm sitting like. Why would I sit here and listen to all this? And then for it to not even, not not sound good, but for it to all sound like so similar, it's like it's nothing new to what I'm listening to, you know? Yeah, <clears throat> that's true. That is very true. Because back in the day, it was like hundreds of thousands of singers, rappers, and nobody had like, similar flows and if they did they tried to change them up to sound different like the most similar uh people that i could think of right now uh eminem and hobson like their voices sound similar like when they rapping and stuff but the things that they rapped about and their flows and how they was more diverse than each other was so different and it was noticeable you know yeah and i think you know like a lot i mean a lot of people you know rap about what you know, what they've been through and what they come from and, you know, different experiences bring different styles. So it just all depends. All of that plays a role in who you are as an artist. Yeah, me, I rap about stuff. Like, most of the raps I make are just for fun, but if I really try to, I could probably make something about my life. I don't really like talking about sad stuff like that. I just, it's just something that I can do it, but I choose not to. Yeah, and, and that's, that's respectable. I mean, you know, as an artist, honestly, it's up to you you know, the story that you want to tell, like what you want your music to be about, you know, and I think that's important. Like you got to be able to stay true to, to who you are and the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where did my brain go? I thought I asked you something. Listen, Murray, you have any questions? I do not. I'm not good at coming out with <laughs> Respectable. What was your, what's your favorite song that you've ever written? Oh, oh, my favorite song I've ever written. Because every year, like, I'm sitting like, ooh, this is my favorite song, and next year come, I'm like, ooh, this is my favorite (laughs) song. Like, and it's always just slow songs. Because at first, like, I might not like it, and I'm like, ooh, actually, this growing on me. Like, um, Mm -hmm. when we play. Best part on Sousaphone, I didn't like it. Uh, mm-hmm. But on Trumpet, I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I really like Sativa on both. Uh, mm, that was a good song. Uh, what's the uh, song we just did this year? Uh, Slow Tune? Yeah, I forget the name. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. You Mean the World to Me? Yeah, that. I was literally about to hum the song. Like I remember the notes <laughs> and stuff. I did not remember the name. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, uh, if I had to choose a favorite one, uh, uh, I don't know. I write, uh, it's hard because, like, each for me, like, each song like has a purpose and you know, serves its purpose, uh, in one way or another. Uh, if I had to choose a favorite one, 
I probably would choose like um uh Wait for Love by Luther Vandross. Only because um like it just reminds me of like being at home with my mom and uh You said what her. was the name of the song? Wait for Love. Wait for Love. Uh, yeah. Alright, I'm gonna uh, look that up later. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a clip. It's a clip of it uh, of us playing it on the internet. Because um, I definitely will look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's there. But yeah, I just you know, I I mean, I'm always gonna choose a slow. I love I love like slow. I love ballads. I love slow music. Mm. I love talking about love. Um. So uh, yeah. Yeah. This, this field show is a lot of love, sir. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it it wasn't supposed to be that way, but it kind of it kind of wound up being that way because of love. Um, yeah, what was the drill? Um, well, no, that was the drill because of love. You mean the world to me. Um, yeah, the fanfare in the beginning. Now that we found love. Now that we found love, I swear yeah. for the life of me, nobody in my section knew the uh, name of that song. <laughs> yeah, we'd always just be like, yeah. Yeah, we forgot right. the name of the song. Like after like a month, we just like, what's that song called? Mm. And that's why always when you call it, we be sitting like, what we playing? <laughs> and then and then you you like the fanfare. I'm like, oh, alright. Right. Mm. So how do you feel? Or this is, I guess, this is a question for all of y'all. How do y'all feel about like, okay, so I'm, all of y'all in the same grade? Yes, sir. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're you're probably gonna. You're going into your junior year. Um, you know, it's looking like you may be starting virtually, uh, possibly, or, or some type of hybrid virtual model. Um, how do you feel about, uh, like, your senior year? Like, because by then, you'll probably, we'll probably have a vaccine and we'll be back in the building full time. As like, long as you... my senior year, I could go to the college that I want to go to. Because I already asked Jackson, and they said I could go, uh, I could audition at uh, 12th grade. Because I was asking to see if I could audition early at 9th. Okay. I mean, 10th, I mean 11th. Junior year. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, for me, I just want to make friends. Because <laughs> I still haven't made any yet. Gotcha. My 12th grade year, you know. I want to more so focus on getting the actual Because me, I'm a decent student. Like, I can do the work. Mm-hmm. But I just can't remember after the fact. So, like, when we have, like, the uh, test, winter break and stuff, and yada, yada. Yeah, we got to do the test at the end of the year. I don't remember nothing from the beginning of the year. And that's why I struggle. Uh, so I, I just need to take more and more notes. Unregistered yeah. schools do, like, the test, like, every semester, every quarter. Because... At least then, like, you don't have to do, like, a final or midterm. Because I mean, people, really... like, people like me, for example, my memory is just going down the drain. Like, slowly but surely, it's just going down mm-hmm. the drain. And I'm sitting there, like, I barely remember what I did yesterday. Why would I remember what happened a month ago? <laughs> but they, they can't, like, you saying that if they can give you the test every quarter, they can't give you that final test every quarter. They can give you a practice test. Yeah, no, 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 no. Practice. Not the practice. Throw the practice test completely out the window. The practice test don't got nothing to do with what I was learning in class. The practice test is literally something for statistics. Like, it's a waste of time. And then when we got quizzes and stuff like that, and you're like, oh, why are you so tired? 
Because you made me do a practice test. Why am I doing a practice test and not the real test? Mm-hmm. So do y'all feel comfortable with the, like, coming in, like, one day a week or two days, whatever they're proposing, one to two days a week uh, in the fall? No. <laughs> if, if, they would make school, if they would make school more of, like, a boarding school, to be honest, like, so we don't get our parents or anything sick just in case. Like, they just test every student and then make it a boarding school. Because there's enough classrooms. Let's be honest. There's enough classrooms. Just turn the... Um, Some of the rooms to uh, dorms. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't think, think, uh, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could do that. Like, chilling with my class and living with them. That's... I don't think I could it's do not that. that bad. Like, like, just think about it. Like, would you rather... Go to school one day out of the week and then do the rest on the computer. Man, just give me the computer. I mean, yeah, yeah. In that case, yeah. Because if that's like, it's no point unless like you're going more than one day a week. Like, say for instance, you go four days Man, out of I the five days, like... and then the last day you do on a computer or something like that. And then even then, like, it's still a waste of time, in my opinion, for us to go to school and then for us to even not even have a say. Because I'd rather just go to school. Hmm. Right, because I prefer to like do like do it in person, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Even though I did do good online, but I was cheating, so same. (laughs) I think I I, I said anybody that didn't come out with like, I mean, close to honor roll at least, like what what was happening? Uh, they wasn't doing the work. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Right. Um, but no, I think uh, yeah, I'm I'm the same. I'm I'm clearly. I want everyone to be safe and I want things to, you know, measures in place to ensure, uh, you know, kids can be safe. But uh, I guess I'm excited because I'm I'm changing schools. Um, so I would rather be in the building. Well, you um, coming versus... back to Eastern? I am. Yes. Uh, as what? So I'll be there as a counselor. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So I'm on you like white on rice. Uh, but, uh, I, I don't know. I just gotta, uh, I, I'd rather for everyone to be safe, but we still waiting for the official announcement. So I think, I think they're going to do it all virtual though. You know, it seems like cases are spiking a little bit all around. So might be best we go virtual. Just COVID test everybody and put them in the dorm. Like, all this time, they could have built a whole building for it. Like <laughs> They could have built a dorm and then COVID test everybody before they come to school. They don't leave the building. And, like, anything that they would need would be inside. If you need extra stuff, like, you could just bring it with you. And, like, they could have, like, a gaming room for people that play games and stuff. Or... But then again, I don't think I could live with like eating school. Food. No, no, it wouldn't be school food because they it'd be like a dorm, so they would have like food for people like um so for you, vegans, vegetarians, all the vegetarians, a whole bunch of kids. It would be the smartest thing. Like, I don't honestly no. for imagine all the fights that would right. happen. Imagine no, but that. listen, listen. If you think about it, instead of wasting our time having us go like once a day if that's happening, or doing it virtually. You could just put it in one huge building that they can make a it's space. Let's be honest, it's space. Instead of building all these condos that nobody's gonna live at, except for which which in English rich white people and kick everybody out. So you know, gentrification. So yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. 
So instead, we could just live in a dorm. And who got to literally fight in a dorm where you could possibly get arrested? Let's be honest. Everyone. Everybody right. would And be they'll be right in jail. Learn They fight now. They fight now. I think I think people fight now because they know it's like no real consequences though. Man, someone could just be chilling. What you gonna do? Room, Put me in jail. I'm gonna call for you. Yeah, I don't like you. I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> nah, some I, I got that from somebody else because um I was watching this UFC fight and one of the refs uh he made a bad call on this person's fight and it was an old dude who's getting beat up by uh this younger person and he was like the fight was bent over. He was like. That ref should be fired. I'm going to cough on you if I see you. Because he had COVID. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Yeah, that's kind of... Oh, that's, no. that's, 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 that's a little disrespectful. He was letting the dude get beat up, though. Like, he, he his hands were down, and he had been supposed to stop the fight. It was like a really late stoppage. Mm-mm-mm. So, he's like, I cough on you. Kept getting the dude beat up, man. That's crazy. Craziness. It was funny, though. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Because the I'm dude who sure. said it, he was supposed to be fighting for the title until he got tested, and then it was like he tested positive, so he had to pull out, and so he was watching the fights from home. That's crazy. The new normal. Yeah, sadly. UFC fighters, they have to get tested five times before they fight. Wow. Yeah, because, yeah. Because they, uh, they're traveling, so wherever they are, they travel to Las Vegas, so they get tested at the airport. Then they travel um, to Abu Dhabi, they get tested there, then uh, at that airport. Then they get to their hotels, they're uh, tested at their hotels, then they're tested at the weigh-ins, and then they're tested right before they fight. And that's the only like promotion that's actually doing like, events for a fur. But they don't have like guests there or nothing like that, and they make sure they do. They spend over a hundred thousand dollars on COVID testing. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, that is a whole lot. They don't want to be behind though, and like it's working. Like, no, I'm sure nobody's really nobody's been sick or coming off injured or anything. Because of COVID, like gyms been closed, so they're not really sparring as much, so they're not getting injured. So there's a lot, you know. I really want to do MMA. I really do. You should. You should. I can't. I'm afraid to get punched in the I'm face. I'm not scared. That's all you gotta get. If you if you want to do anything that I've always wanted, you, you can't be scared to get hit at all. If you're scared to hit, just wrestle. <laughs> and you better and you face. better know how to wrestle because if you don't, you get knee right in the face. Yeah, oh I think uh, I used to we used to box with boxing gloves um, in my neighborhood, and those things hurt. That, so I can man, only I was imagine. My neighborhood did that. Yeah, that's what we did. Right. You had to put on the gloves. You had to box. They did that a lot. They do that a lot in Miami, though. The street fighting and stuff. Street fights can get very. Very dangerous, really quick. No, nah, but it was all sanctioned, you know. Like if somebody gets knocked like, down, they get stopped and stuff like that. It only takes one fool, though. To, yeah, you know, and then everything is all out of control. True, but they got it pretty controlled down there. But man, if that was to happen in DC and like it was actually sanctioned and stuff, man, I would 
fall in love with it. And I just like how certain people see movies about certain things, but yet they still go and do those certain things. Like, why would you do that if you go, if you if you see what's gonna happen? I'm not him. I could do that. I mean, you don't. To be honest, you don't know if it's gonna That's happen. That's exactly what they're gonna, gonna be looking like. That one little stupid kid in the back is like, I, I can do it. I'm your best out here. I can do. You think you put you gonna catch me? I'm fish. No, uh, you're not fast. You're not fast. Uh, you can't complete that. <laughs> not at all. Like it's sad, yeah. and especially the people that honestly believe, like without a shadow of doubt. Man, they ain't, they ain't getting me. They mean, in jail for the next part of their life. Hey. Those are the choices they make. There's a quote, Mike. Um, he was like, uh, he's like, social media, hold up. Social media made y'all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it. <laughs> uh, Mike Tyson said that one. There's, uh, there's a lot of people that sit there Trash talk you and do all this and that. I seen yeah. this video. Um, right. This girl and her mother just got jumped by these uh, girls that came to their house because the daughter kept talking trash to the girls. And so when they came to her house and wanted to fight her, she was scared to come outside. And then her and her mother get yeah, to, got jumped for it. Why they little bro- Why her um her baby's her son was in the house? See. Yeah, internet, said, internet thugs. I said, I apologize for all the sound effects in the background. It's my brother making a YouTube video. But you can't, you can't act tough online, and then when you, see, you if English, when you confront somebody in person, <laughs> be scared and have little moments where you lapsing in judgment. Don't act that way. Then don't put on a persona that you're not. You know. If you're going to act hard, be hard. If you're going to be soft, be soft. But don't put on a false persona. And then when life hits you in the face, you're like, oh, I'm snitching. Oh, I'm doing this and that. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. That's what people do. Mm-mm-mm. Lord. Six nine, for example, made a whole career from it. Yeah, he did, like back in the day, that man would have been dead. Yeah. Thanks. And witness protection. The cops gonna get whoever tried to get him. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand what's so good about him, to be honest. Nothing. It's, it's a simple fact nothing. that he he was doing all this stuff like telling all these people's business just so he can have his sentence uh so he can get out more. And that gave him well, not not the good type of club, but the bad type of club. Now people know who he is, not for his rapping, but for him right. being a snitch. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, even just him as an artist, I'm not impressed at all. All his songs sound the same to me. They're all shouting and yelling. Now he did have one song that was funny. I, I feel like that's why he got popular. It wasn't because people was listening to his songs because they was good. They was listening to it because they were bad and they was like, he's somebody to laugh at, which is a problem a lot of people have like that are haters. Like instead of properly hating and if you're going to hate, like don't watch this stuff, leave them alone, ignore them. But they give them followers, they give them interaction and that's what they need to grow, you know? 
you hating is actually feeding into him more. It's going to make him do this thing more and more. If you right. want somebody to stop, then don't say anything. Just, just look at them, stupid. Don't even don't, look at yeah, them. Yeah, just make, yeah. just act like they don't exist. All right, Mister Perry, I got a question. What would have you ever encountered a bully in your uh, school, like when you was in high school or college or elementary? Did you hear me? Hello? Mr. Purr. I think he got up to do something. He did. <laughs> no. Calm down, Shalom. Calm down. It's the second time. <laughs> I'd like to take this time out to shout out my brother's YouTube channel, Lee Saturday. You know, go ahead and subscribe. What's up? That's what's up. Sorry about that. Are you back from the dead? <laughs> no, I had my someone. Someone hit my car, so I was. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. And and the funny thing was, I I, I wasn't even in the car at the time. Like my car was parked. That sound like my mother car. So yeah, they back they backed into it. So they, the shop was giving me an update on when they're gonna be completing the repairs. Oh, it was a while ago. I thought it was just now. I was like, what? Oh no, no, not just now. No, no, no. Maybe like a week. <laughs> I thought she went outside. Yeah, that was long. No, I I was pretty upset when 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 the person did hit it, but I mean, you know. <laughs> It's all good. That's why I pay insurance. So, so stuff can get taken care of. All right. Well, my question I feel like was: insurance um, be free for most uh, people. Hmm. He said he feels like insurance should be free for most people. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was. Mm. But my question was: um, Have you ever been bullied in school, like elementary through middle? I mean, elementary through college. No. Um. I haven't. Um, Have you ever been a bully? <laughs> no, I not no. I was. I'm. I'm really like the type of person that. Um, I really. I'm a non-confrontational person, and. Um, you and concentrate. Confront uh, English. What is that word called? I'm confrontational with y'all. No, with Drayton. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but we have that relationship. You know, I can, I can, I know I can do that. Most of the time, I'm playing with them, but um. Honestly, I I just I, I try to be like that person that everybody wants to be around and mm-hmm. I try to be unproblematic. Like you never hear my name in gossip, you never hear me really gossiping about people. Um I mean I just kinda live life and I, I enjoy life and I want the people that surround me uh to to enjoy life too. So I think even like I was like pretty cool with like a good array of people like I was cool with like people who were really into the books I was cool with people who you know everybody else didn't necessarily hang out with like I you know I I didn't care like your background or your you sound like or, <laughs> yeah you know like none of that stuff matters to me like you know I I, I rock but, with you because of you 
If you respect me, I respect yeah, you. Right. You know, type of thing. That, that that's it. You know, so it's a mutual you thing. How you want to be treated? Exactly. Yes. Hey. So yeah, I don't. I nah, never, never would I bully anyone. Have you ever had a fake friend, like a friend that was like that? They would hang around you, but as soon as somebody else came around, they start acting different. Yeah. Right. All of that. Um. Cause I don't had a few of those. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even in the band, like it's people that I can see. I, I'm I've, like, I've had wow. people uh, that have, have have changed their behavior, um, you know, and um, I kind of address it though. Like I, you know, I definitely do have a conversation with them about it. Um, yeah, that's 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 weird to me. I mean, and if I, after I have that conversation, if that's you know, if that's what they continue to choose to do, then. I kind of got to, like, not be around that person as much. You know what I'm saying? I'm good at, like, I have my friends in 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 different categories. So like, you know what I'm saying? If I got something that's really going on in my life that I want to have a serious conversation about, I, I have this set of friends that I deal with. If I just want to party and have a good time, I have this set of friends that I'm going to deal with. You know, if I want to talk about career and, you know, life goals, I have this set of friends that I'm going to deal with. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I treat any one of those sets of friends differently, but I just know who to go for, go to for certain things. It manages my expectations of those particular friends. All right. Um, my last question is, uh, it's a two-part question. What is your favorite, who is your favorite artist uh, overall, and then who's your favorite artist of this era? My favorite artist overall. Yeah, like over all the years and stuff, and then in this current generation and stuff, who's your favorite artist now? Um, favorite artist overall would probably be uh Probably, uh, probably, uh, Brian McKnight. Um, just because, like, his voice is just like crazy sick. Um, uh, his piano playing skills are crazy sick too, as well his as well as his uh acoustic guitar. Uh, so I just like what he's able to do uh, with his voice. Uh, I like what he brings to music. Uh, and he he's just a genuine artist. Uh, for right now, who am I listening to right now? Uh, I really like Lucky Day. Um, mm. yeah, like I mean, he just to me, like Lucky Day just gets it. He has a sound that uh, it reminds me of like a sound that I had w- when I was growing up, but he puts this like this little new age spin on it. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's 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 my favorite artist right now. Mm. I'll check them out. Yeah, Lucky Day is pretty dope. Pretty dope. I like him. I've never heard of him. What? Really? <laughs> Seriously? Lucky Day, correct? Yeah, Lucky Day. Let me just put that in my notes. Yeah, put that in your notes. D A Y E. There's an E after this it. This is true. Day, just so you know. This is very okay. true. Pretty sure what genre of music regardless. does he do? Uh, it's R&B. All right. 
You know, I know a lot of guys think they can't listen to R and B, but you can listen to them. <laughs> right. no, it was, like, nearly any genre of music except for jazz for for like I I listen to rock, hip hop, pop, uh R and B, um what's that thing called? Um Rhythm and Blues a little bit. Love bit. That's R and B. Yeah, you know my <laughs> Hey, leave me alone, man. <laughs> My my, really do, my head ain't in my head. My brain not oh, in my head yeah. is what I'm at. Yeah. 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 You still hot from that shoot yesterday. Your brain. No, no. <laughs> it, it's it's been like this since I wanted. I mm. honestly, my my brain hasn't been starting to act up since uh, switched to Sousaphone. <laughs> I ain't going to be honest. Uh, if that's what you want to call it. By yeah, man. man. We'll like I, I've been having like. Before that, it wasn't no memory things, but it was like me having like slow moments. Mm-hmm. But when I joined Super Phone, it was like, it was just all the way in, huh? Yeah, man. Everything just hit me at once. And I'm just sitting like, man, it didn't used to be like this. Mm-hmm. I asked my mom to get my brain checked. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, <laughs> People literally think I be joking whenever, like, can I get my brain checked? Like, it's been time, literally, I'll be mid-conversation and forget a whole thing, entire thing I was saying. You need to and take some, uh, like that you need to take some fish oil or something like that. Fish oil pills, they help with memory. Because mm. I don't know what it is, like, I don't know, like, I say, I be jokingly saying I'm 68 in spirit, but if... <laughs> Man, if that's how my spirit wanna act and it's reflected on my memory and stuff. Body seventy one. Sure. In my fake age, I'm about to be seventy one in about six months. Mm. That's crazy. Nine. No. Seventy one. Nine months. April not in nine months, is it? Mm-hmm. Well it ain't in three. Mm-hmm. All right, you might be right. Might be right. Yeah, I might. I am. <laughs> um, anybody else got any questions for? Nope. Fresh out. Nope. All right, sir. Thank you for your Not time. Not a problem. Not a problem. We really enjoyed talking to you. You know, this longest podcast we done had so far. Uh, hope to see what you do in the future. Absolutely. You better not leave till I graduate. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not leaving. I mean I'm I'm at Eastern full time, so I'm definitely not leaving now. All right. All right, man. Y'all be easy. You too. All right. You too. See you later, guys. Bye. Right, bye. See ya.